welcome to the people I know, a philosophical podcast with and about the diverse people I have met over the years as a thinker, student, dancer, artist, and many other things. Today's guest is Rosie, Rosie Price. She is a veteran, mother, aerialist, performer, dog lover, wife, bodybuilder, and many other things. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome Maybe to the I show. Am. <laughs> Thank you. So first things first, please introduce yourself. Uh, tell us a little bit about you and then um, go into how we met. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, yes, my name is Rosie Price. I'm a former U.S. Navy veteran. I was in the Navy for 14 years and then got out of the Navy and then decided to go to college and <laughs> went to school and became, um, became a clinical and social psychologist by trade. Then where life, I, I go where life takes me. So I decided to be a full-time mom. And right now, um, because of COVID, I am <laughs> on I'm a full-time mom right now, um, but what I'd like to do right now is I, I still am an entertainer. Um, I used to entertain a lot. I used to do a lot of burlesque uh, performances, so now I do a lot of TikTok and Instagram uh, videos. Yes. You, <laughs> you <know>? Yes. <laughs> you would love, love videos. They're very funny. Um, <laughs> uh, and what the, what one thing that people don't know about me, I battle uh, PTSD very bad and major depression so my outlet is making these videos so mm -hmm. even though I'm making a lot of people laugh there's tears behind this but that's the reason why for the videos so mm -hmm. you would really love the videos even if you're feeling bad I do random videos <laughs> out of nowhere and yeah. it would just you'll, you'll it'll bring you to a happy place so that's the point of um for my videos or with that um <laughs> I know, it's kind of weird. Um, so yeah, that's the way I, I, I look at it. I, I look at my Yeah, I, <laughs> I see, yeah, your TikToks are random. I never know if it's going to be you dancing or dancing on a treadmill or with your daughter or <laughs> I just never, I never know what's going to be going on. <laughs> you never know, and, and, and that's the joy, that's the fun of it. You know, it's yeah. just like, okay, wait a minute. She's serious and bitch, then I'll just pop out funny yeah. out of nowhere. And then I just, yeah. I like be, being random because it's like, you can't, everybody wouldn't expect the same thing. You're going to get the same result. Mm -hmm. So I like to keep everybody on their toes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I so we, uh, we met a few, gosh, I want to say it's been four years ago. Yeah. Three, four years ago at a pole con in Texas. In, in Texas. Very briefly. <clears throat> But what I remember is that we, you know, not naming any names, not trying to have any drama today, but we were um, having a conversation about the poll community and how um, there was somebody at education in the poll community mm. and how we can <laughs> use our education <laughs> for good or bad things in the poll community. And we each had some things to say as educated women. <laughs> and we were wondering about a particularly educated woman, woman in very prominent in the poll community. And that's how we met, having the, that kind of conversation. <laughs> and I, I'm gonna say that I was not, yeah, not to name it, not to go on that. 
Lord, I'm glad I wasn't the only one to think it. Right. <laughs> I just, the one thing about the pole community, it is verse. And, you know, women of different, multiple backgrounds. Um, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we all come together with one combined love for the sport of pole. Right. Never have I ever seen somebody use their education not to not to fulfill, you know what I mean, but to be more despondent. It's just more like I just didn't believe it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, just, I don't believe that you should use your education for gain for that type of gain. If you're educated, then you're supposed to educate others. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Instead yeah. of being like, "Yes, I'm I'm educated. I'm this. I'm I'm smart." You're not. So I'm going to tell you mm-hmm. why. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's, that's something that, um, you know, you, you put it just fine like that. Yeah. We're supposed <laughs> to use our education to educate others, to help others along um, and to yeah. get more education, to see where our own kind of empty spots are um, yeah. in this particular person, <clears throat> at least at the time. And there's been some, some issues since then uh, that have come up. Uh, yeah. It doesn't seem to be doing that. Um, it's just, it's, it's the way I see it. We all, uh, we all play a character, you know, you're not on camera, you know what I'm saying? Like Instagram is just Instagram. Facebook is just that social media is just that you are not that, that character, that personality. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when you get a taste of popularity, Mm -hmm. You don't know, you know what I mean? You don't know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. And I think, and it's like people like her just, they only see green. They only see their greed. It's greed. Mm-hmm. And so you just take, you, just, they're just like snakes. Mm-hmm. The snakes. And then my thing is just like in this community, you can't believe, don't believe the, don't become the character. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's the character. <clears throat> Hold on. Yes, that's who you are, but that's not who you are. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Become the character. Yeah. 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 And um, you know, just to kind of like couch this, because this is a very interesting way to start. This is every every episode is (laughs) this is a bit different because everybody I know is is quite different. Hmm. Um, and so just to kind of like couch this and put this into perspective, I I am uh, friends with another very educated. pole performer polar and she is using her education she is using her phd to help other people in the pole community uh in the area that she wants to she's using uh you know psychology in order to help polars psychologically like she's building this whole world around it and and it's like okay that's what we want to see not just using her phd as like this is who this is the hat that i have on but instead she's okay this is what this hat does exactly exactly <laughs> like i can say i have degrees yeah. but like okay so what do your degree do well one um you know what I mean? it's like yeah. have i used it no <laughs> you know what I mean? like, it's just more like it's saying i'm i'm smart but i can't tell you why i'm smart or mm-hmm. how i'm smart you know what i mean mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. people like that i just uh they, they just they believe in that. They they believe in that that La La Land, that fairy mm. tale. Mm. Yeah. So it's so, 
<laughs> Moving on more about you. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's how <laughs> we started started following you and so we follow each other online yeah. um mm-hmm. and haven't seen each other since just kind of watched each other over the years yeah. um and i wanted i invited you onto this uh this season this chapter of the show because um i somehow recalled you stating that you were mixed and that was important in your life um of yeah. course seeing your family since you are you know somewhat public about your family uh, mm-hmm. and some of the experiences in, in your life. Um, seeing your family, I'm like, oh, there are things that your family encounters that perhaps I haven't or I won't because I'm fully black, whatever that is. <laughs> so, so, it's, it's very hard being, <laughs> it, it is, I'm such, I'm, it sucks. <laughs> so so let's start with what what kind of mixed are you and why does it matter okay i um i'm a mix of arabian my mother is arabian uh, white and native american my father is native american puerto rican and uh black i'm basically black to my not <laughs> like the, the the hair nappy hair okay <laughs> i guess it's straight up naps hair all right and it, <laughs> that's the determining factor right there right it was a determined like girl no yeah. <laughs> okay so but the crazy thing is i was brought up my mother by my mother being arab i had to, i knew arab you know mm. growing up it was it was just so spoken in my home you mm. know on my mom's side my dad even though he's spanish he didn't speak spanish to us so we never taught we were never taught Mm. you know Spanish so so like growing up it's like my whole life I've been asked ever since I could remember what is your race mm. and I've always said I'm black and they'll look at me and then they'll look at my mom and they'll look at my father and my brother's mm. no girl <laughs> you know then it was like my grandmother she was Italian my mother's mother she was Italian and she had long mm. black hair so I just it just, it never dawned on me about my race, you know? And then I was born in Chicago, born and raised. And so in Chicago, it's so culturally diverse and much of, and mixed. Your race never, it never came up. It did, but it didn't. Against the, mm-hmm. the black community for me, because I didn't look black enough for them. Mm-hmm. You know, I was put to the side because I mm-hmm. wasn't black enough. And then my first name, government name is Heidi. So that made it worse. It was very interesting. And then I also, my father is, uh, he was in the army. So I traveled all over the world when I was growing up. And I've learned different languages and different cultures growing up. So mm-hmm. being very culturally aware and then to not, to not feel that you belong to anybody. Mm-hmm. That's where, you know, that's how it's always been that way, you know, for me. But what I tried to uh, instill in my family, because my husband, you know, he's black, I think. Yeah. (laughs) 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 And and then it was like, when I had my children, they came out little white babies. I was like, oh God, here we go. (laughs) So so I wanted to stop my children. I didn't want my children to have to go through what I went through. Mm. So I taught them about different, about what their race was about, you know, how, how different we are. And mm-hmm. then I have cousins. This is going to blow your mind. 
I have cousins who are Italian, German. You have some that, I have some that are Mexican, some that are Filipino, some are Korean. Um, I have an aunt that's Filipino and North Korean mixed and another one is Vietnamese, another one oh is all over. It's everyone. Yes, so you get us all together. Nobody, you, <laughs> we're just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you look at my whole family and then it's like yeah are you black <laughs> well <laughs> yeah 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 so like my mom, I'm, I'm a person of color but <laughs> that's it yeah. okay uh well thank you for clearing that up for for some of us <laughs> um, if, it's, if it's clear if it's not clear I'm, i do apologize i Look, nothing dude that is you and I and that is yeah, your experience is this that's how it's always been and it's just been yeah. yeah and it's like you look at pictures of my family and you can really just it's a, it's a story mm -hmm. <laughs> a lot of people are intrigued when they meet us all <laughs> yeah so have you found um areas in life where it's easier or less challenging to be mixed so like comparing like military service to like being in school to being in like was, aerial burlesque communities it was less challenging when i lived in hawaii okay because i looked they thought i was hawaiian <laughs> so i look i don't look black i don't look white i look different mm -hmm. and so they i, I kind of in some ways i play off of that wherever mm -hmm. I, you know, wherever I am. In the military, oh, I'm, I'm, they, they cast me to the side in all, all communities. <laughs> they don't know where to put me. <laughs> mm. In the military, it was like that. Um, but the, the less I felt any racial, any indifference, but no race at all was in Hawaii, hands mm. down. I've never, I, it was only until I moved to Texas, really, that my mm. race, came up again yeah okay <laughs> yeah so mm -hmm. when when does it um in in your life now or in, in your family <clears throat> or professionally when mm -hmm. does uh being mixed uh not matter or <laughs> or maybe <laughs> i don't think it's ever going to be of a I don't know. It's really funny. It's really issue. If you haven't noticed, there's a lot of people who are mixed and light skinned. They're the most angriest, and they're always out there on the forefront. Mm. If you haven't noticed, <laughs> so I always took it as hell. I was like, maybe we light skinned because we angry because we don't know where we belong. <laughs> you mm. know. Mm. So if you ever noticed, like you know, a lot of them are light. You know, there mm -hmm. aren't any a lot of fair skin, and mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just. It goes, it, it's so, everything is so intertwined. Just like, um, I found it in the burlesque community. I'm seeing a lot, everything is so whitewashed and it feels like they're doing, they're still doing the brown bag, uh, testing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That is, mm -hmm. and then I'm noticing you got these burlesque communities and you have, or these, uh, they're these troops and you have a token black girl, but she mm. She's not just a, a black girl. She's black, black. If you haven't noticed, you got white, white mm. girls, but she's the blackest. 
Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that it's always in these in these troops. Well, I've noticed mm-hmm. that in music. Okay. Um, I had, you know, do you think that's that's for them, arguably, to to have token, or because they're not um, these troops yeah. aren't seeing, you know, that if if you invite more of other kinds of, of brown people, then you're going to have other kinds of performances, and and maybe they're just not ready for that. Or <laughs> like, I think it's, I think it's that I think it's it's conservative. Mm. It's conservative entertainment. Mm. So, I, like, I've noticed, like, you can't have an all-black troop because somebody's bound to get ratchet, you know what I mean, in, in their <laughs> eyes. Yeah. Let's be 100. Somebody's bound to get... <laughs> come on now. You can't yeah. have, have a burlesque performer without somebody thinking, oh, my God, let me throw some money, you know what I mean, and making it mm-hmm. ratchet. Mm-hmm. And you have others who who welcome diversity, but I still think it's the old, the old days are still like the baby boomers. Mm-hmm. Are those people were born in the fifties. But like those Sounds times about right. yeah. before, before it was freedom, before we were free, mm-hmm. before 1965, let's be real, <laughs> before 1964 Voting Rights Act. I don't, you know, we weren't free. So I think it was just, it was so, Segregate. It was still segregated, and I think it's twenty something years later, 50, 60 years later, it's still that way. Mm-hmm. We're still dealing with that that racial thing. I don't think it will mm-hmm. ever go away, personally. Yeah. Yeah. So, so bringing in 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 the critical thinking piece, and I want to stay on this because um, you had said that you had a lot to say about this. So, um, for anybody who wants to argue or wants to claim that you know well that was 50 60 plus years ago um 70 years ago now you know that we're talking about um very easily a very easy way to connect it to now is to to make it very clear that you know those are our parents those are people's parents who raised them to be to think certain ways um and then we are dealing with those people erased so so oftentimes it's like you know people just just don't want to think about this kind of stuff and just think that it's in the past it's in the past but the past comes to present (laughs) in a lot of different ways and that is one very clear way so um so my question my, my next question for you is um as being the mother you have I just want to compliment you first. When you, when I have seen some clips of your daughter, especially like speaking, like you, you've raised a, you've raised some good kids. Um, <laughs> she's, she's clearly very, she has her personality. She's sure of herself and she's growing into herself in a very um, interesting way. Like from, from outside perspective, as you're mm-hmm. like, you go girl, you, you're going right. to ruffle some feathers. You are ruffling feathers and, and you're doing it. I don't, you know, I don't want to say appropriately, but in ways that, you know, are clear and, and clear, clearly there's foundation to it. Mm-hmm. And so as, as a mixed woman, as, a, a, as someone in a mixed relationship, it, as a mother, um, how do you feel that critical thinking or thinking critically um, is important in those, in those arenas? It's always, 
it's what makes the relationship is what makes the foundation you know what i mean mm. you have to in every aspect is what i always tell my daughter i'm not here to draw her path i'm just here to push her along and to be there just in case she gets off you know what i mean mm -hmm. Like your life is your decision. That's what it is. I was like, I'm just mm -hmm. telling you what I did, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> I told her, because the one thing my great grandmother always said, um, and I, I live with five generations of women. So like, I still have that old school uh, philosophy and mm -hmm. it's going to it carry down to her. Mm -hmm. And, and it's, it's just more like, it doesn't matter. Times may change, but the, the, the play always stays the same. You just have to know how to play, how mm. to make your moves without, you know, maybe without making too many mistakes. You're going to have some mishaps. I mean, that's what mm -hmm. life is. Mm -hmm. But you got to know how to really think about your actions. For mm -hmm. every, everything that's done in the dark always comes to light. So, you know, I always let her know that. I was like, so it doesn't mm -hmm. matter. It's like, if you ever want to make mess up, I'm telling you, you're going to mess up. You're mm -hmm. going to make a mistake. But learn from it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, I'd like to instill definitely the past because shoot, it was stuff that happened in the past that if I had known now what I knew then, I wouldn't have made the moves, you know, that I made. And I wouldn't have, well, I have regret, but I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have the, the strength that I have now, you know? Mm -hmm. So you got to take from the past. You can't mm -hmm. live in it. You can't live in the past. No. <laughs> that is, is a or, recurring lesson. <laughs> so hard. Just, so like simple. everybody is trying to like forget about 2020. We are really going to forget this year at all. <laughs> okay. So, so then you said that you don't, you don't think, just to paraphrase, you don't think that um, certain types of racism are, are ever going to go away Pass or yeah i think i you know that's a very i i, I think some will go away mm -hmm. but some would generate new hate mm. you know what i mean a different form of hate because think about it there's racism against other races like crazy my grandmother didn't like black people mm. but she married a black. <laughs> married a black guy. We were like, what? Oh, how did I go? <laughs> but but she had said she but she had said when she was coming up, and this is true, what what happened with my great grandfather, where he was a Klansman that was, was like white superiority. But what mm. happened was like after uh, the Juneteenth and justification, what they did was when they went to sharecropping to get food in people's homes, um, they married they married their slaves, basically, to make mm. them quote unquote legal. So then they had the children and the children were still slaves, which still made it the plantation. That's mm. old racism. That's a different type of racism that they had right. back in the day. What is going to be happening now, we're gonna have more American versus Chinese people, you know what I mean? Because mm. that type of racism is it's happening now. Yeah. We already yeah. had because of 9-11, we had um everybody versus the Arabs, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And and if somebody is a Middle Eastern, automatically they're, you know, right. 
their jihad or, or whatever the case may be. And mm-hmm. then you have, uh, we're going to have, it's, it, to me, this is like a gang warfare. You got Republicans versus Democrats, you know, and right. I'm like, this is a such, people, it's, it's too much. There's yeah. racism all over. And for it, for one to go away, for another to exist, that is going to happen, but it's going to be a different form. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just eventually. I don't know if it's going to be in our lifetime that it'll mm-hmm. be it'll be done because mm-hmm. at this point there is no pure race, really. Right. So, <laughs> um, so then one last kind of question. Well, I don't know if it's the last one, but <laughs> uh, because I'm not a parent, and so when I am able to converse with my parent friends um i I have a lot of questions about um their experiences with their children and so um since you know this is about philosophy and critical thinking this is about theorizing and talking about the big questions um how i guess just to put it plainly how do you or maybe you do how do you not teach your children um to just like have just dread about the future so, you know, we're talking about racism. This probably isn't going to be solved in our generation. All right. But then your kids are coming along. They're the next generation. So have you instilled in them, uh, this situation is fucked and it's going to be <laughs> fucked on your, on your watch as well. Like, I'm assuming that that's not how. <laughs> I told them, I said, you know what? I, re- this, I told them, I, I was like, I told my youngest son, he's 13. And I was like, oh my God, in 10 years, you're going to look back at this and be like, what the hell happened? <laughs> you know, I was mm. like, everything goes by. I don't know. Mm. We, do, we don't know. Like, I, am I dreading? Am I teaching my kids dread? No. Um, it's just more like you got to live your life by your own means. Um, you can't teach You can't kind of like, you know, get them ready for, for bad stuff because we don't know what's going to happen. Mm. You know? So I can't prepare for, for something bad because it's like, I don't want to be in that space, mm-hmm. you know? And I wouldn't want my children to be in that space, mm-hmm. you know? Because we've already e- experienced loss, um, heartache, dread, you know, shoot, homelessness, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, we've, they've already experienced so much in their lifetime now. Why would I, you know, even go for Mm-hmm. you know continue on that type of message yeah I have to just more like man it's gonna be it will be better for you trust me it will be better you know mm. life, life was good at one point you know mm-hmm. and I think that's actually kind of speaks to the, the an inverse way kind of an opposite way of asking this is like how do you teach your kids like hope considering things that have happened in their lifetime you have to you have to you have to teach about hope because without hope there there's nothing you have to have hope without hope mm-hmm. without you know love and positivity there's always a yin to the yang mm-hmm. there's always going to be that way and no matter how we're never going to be in peace and harmony you know at mm-hmm. once but we won't because somebody does not want that you know somebody's always going to want the opposite Mm. never fails so it's just like you have to you gotta you gotta try to be a positive influence when all they see is 
destruction and materialistic they you know there there are no mentors like mm. and I, you know what i mean who who would speak to our generation if you haven't mm -hmm. noticed mm. you know like every generation there's somebody who speaks for us for their generation there's nothing there's nobody in their age group that is you know, that's young, that's thinking about the future. These kids are not thinking about futures. They're thinking about Birkin bags and, you know, how to, how to get Instagram famous and, mm. you, know, and you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's like, you see where they're focusing. Not, uh-uh. Mm -hmm. Right now. Or even, um, okay, the woman, the young girl, young woman, um, Greta Thornburg, Thornburg, uh, she's climate activist. She's oh, Greta, yeah, yeah, Swedish. Okay. Um, so what? She's I think thirteen or something. Um, yeah. And so you know, even we see someone like her who is you know taking taking a very hard stance, um, speaking out for something that that she and many people believe in. Um, mm -hmm. And she, as a young adult, is attacked by adults. So you know, <laughs> again, as an outsider, it doesn't seem like. Or it feels, it can feel like, even if I was someone that was like her in her peer group, if I saw that and I saw someone who was like speaking up for like fundamentally what is right, like this is, we're just trying to keep our species alive and the adults are saying, hell no, and they're calling her names, I might not want to try and believe, I, I'd want the Birkin bags. I say, screw that. Well, she can't get anywhere with it. <laughs> you know what but <laughs> you know it's just more like you know people they lash out because they don't understand and it's like i have mm -hmm. i've been saying this lately it's like when they don't understand something so they'll lash out at you and because they don't understand they don't know how to comprehend like how are you thinking about the other people no you gotta think about you know what i mean people don't like change a lot of people don't like complete they like to be complacent you know mm forward thinking is always going to be taboo. Um, hmm. Just like, what, what was it? Let's put it this way, like Tupac, when he talks about religion, that's forward thinking. And what he was saying, hmm. like, why do I have to go to a bigger house? Why is there, why is Lakewood Church so huge in Houston? Why does it have to have 5,000 people? Why do I have to go to church? <laughs> you know, at mm -hmm. 5, 000, you know what I mean? And then mm -hmm. give you money and I'm struggling, but mm -hmm. you, you want me to give to the church? No. Mm -hmm. you, you see what I'm saying? Everything is, is becoming more greed, if anything. So mm -hmm. like for when you when you think for when you have forward thinking, people are afraid, you know, so they're gonna lash out or anything. I would if anything, if any of my children decided to sit there and speak up for what they believe in and hey i would be right for them they want to have mm -hmm. an adult come and attack them like what they got to deal with a crazy mama you know that's what I <laughs> of course you know what i mean yeah you know i like i can match them but i mean yeah. somebody like that i'm like that you can't be afraid to fail you can't be mm. afraid to, to speak out like we have our voice we have we have more than one way of telling our story the thing is who wants to do it everybody's afraid of doing it they're afraid of failing 
well how do you mm. how do you know if you're gonna fail if you don't try mm. you know because the thing is you know what i've noticed okay in the folk community i would i've noticed that there aren't too many voices it's either what i'm noticing now is all the the stripper thing um Oh, yeah, it? so sex workers being, yeah, um, yeah we, we mentioned this, I, I was talking with a Pole Studio owner in a previous um, previous conversation, and so for folks who don't know, folks who are not familiar, um, in particular, um, updates to terms of service with Instagram um, may or may not, well, actually are already um, really hindering uh, sex workers on the platform. So even if people aren't selling sex explicitly, um, anything that Instagram thinks <laughs> is related to sex, which could be up to and including me doing what I do on what we do on poll, which is not necessarily not always sexual, um, that could be banned. Um, and so people who make incomes using the platform um, they are seeing their incomes being impacted, uh, stuff like that. There's a, a lot of talk, a lot of awareness being raised about that right now. And there's a lot of issues with that. So yes, that is something in the poll community that is, um, that people are talking about, but, uh, yeah, there's a lot of things that don't get spoken about. <laughs> people don't talk. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what I would like to have a podcast to actually like somebody let's just speak on it mm. there there aren't too many of us mm. well there are but you know too many prominent you know people who really are in the community you know who are about it as mm. far as uh the sex workers and Instagram my only I'm so on the fence about that whole thing like like using Instagram for yeah, there's like I would just for me I don't know maybe it's just me but if if I was a sex worker and hey this is no hate or shade to anybody because my hat's off <laughs> my hat's mm -hmm. really off to anybody to do that I'll just put that mm -hmm. disclaimer there now <laughs> you know before I say it but it's just more like if I really want to get myself put out there I wouldn't necessarily use just Instagram you know what mm -hmm. I mean. Mm -hmm. And in my opinion, Instagram, it would just, it would, it would hinder my audience anyway. You know what I mean? Mm. In my opinion, mm -hmm. I, like I was even looking at, um, what I'm, I'm starting to do now, I'm starting to, I'm into dog grooming and dog uh, therapy because I love my dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I've been like, kind of like kind of changing my whole thing to get into more animals, you know, and more, more life with animals and how they're, they look at their, but I was, uh, the crazy thing is like, I'm seeing how my, uh, how the audience that I want to project, who I want to go after, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Probably wouldn't understand to see me in, in a thong mm -hmm. or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or just to see my butt crack or, yeah. There's, there's some pole dancers, I think that they went too far with it. Mm. And hence the reason why the explicit thing, because a lot of them, I thought I was a gynecologist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's, yeah, yeah, there's, there's some extreme there was, a, there was a, like I said, happening. in a way there was like, y'all were getting a little bit too carried away. Mm. So I understand, I understand from, from Instagram, or you know what I mean? Like, hey, you're getting a little too out there. But if, mm -hmm. you're gonna put, if you're gonna sell it, 
why not do your OnlyFans? What's the problem mm -hmm. with, you know, with that? Yeah, yeah. And I know, so to use like a few different examples, um, just as, as speaking for, because this is what we're, you know, chatting about. Uh, there's one friend who um, she uh, basically is, is poster for um, what is happening for uh, being kind of a visual sex object these days. Big boobs, big ass, you know, hourglass. All that kind of figure and so that's that's what her page is looking like that being in these poses looking like that I have another friend who is um using uh instagram again she has her phd she's educating women had her following on instagram went on to only fans and now she's using both and then another friend uh who i uh interviewed for one of these episodes who is a dominatrix so these three people, and she has her OnlyFans, she has her website, she has her other websites as well for those services. So three different kinds of sex work, three different kinds of use, and they've each found um, different kinds of posts being taken down or flagged or whatever, or mm -hmm. their accounts being taken down. Um, you know, yes, there's been uh, some, some more explicit uh, post from you know maybe <laughs> maybe my dominatrix friend she had one or or yes you know my my contortion um you know poster figure friend she has her post where she is spread wide open and there's a g-string and that's it um at, whereas my the phd friend she is talking about uh sexual liberation um but it's not a provocative actual visual so, you know, these different kinds of um, uses of the social media platform, but Instagram as a company is saying, no. So it's like, I see the like, okay, now you might've gone a little too far. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to be your guy now. <laughs> but then I also see how, you know, one, another friend is like, this is helping her business. She, she didn't start on OnlyFans. And so she is gathering, you know, the women who are sitting at home scrolling through, you know, the dog stuff on Instagram. And they're like, okay, well, after the kids go to bed, like I need to check in to like get in touch with myself. And I only want to do that through, I don't want to go on OnlyFans, you know? So it's like, I see these different uses and, and that's, that's where it's like how many that's what i'm saying there's so many different avenues for it yeah my thing is it's the ones who it wasn't it's, it's not it's probably not the ones who are already established and the ones who you know who never did anything of that nature but it's the mm. ones who got downright ratchet with it mm. you know mm. what i mean so I think it's like one bad apple, just mess it up for all, every apple. Like, mm. put all y'all in the category, we ain't even gonna think about it, you know, mm. and put it to the side. And that's, the, mm -hmm. I think that's what happened with Instagram. And then, mm. and I understand everybody's fighting back, um, but like, I think at this point, a lot of people are just saying like goodbye to, to Instagram and, and Facebook. Mm. I think it's, it's too much. And mm -hmm. so, I'm, I'm noticing a lot more activity happening on um, Twitter. Mm. Well, people don't understand Twitter. But then again, <laughs> Twitter, I've noticed, is so triple X rated. Oh, yeah? Yes. There's I, a I lot do not of use my Twitter. I only go on there just to laugh at, uh, you know, 
political commenters. Like, I love Leslie Jones. I love her. Uh-huh. And Rachel Maddow. I'm sorry. I love that. Yeah, my, my mother's a huge fan of Rachel Maddow. Oh, Rachel Maddow. She just kills it. She kills it for me. Oh, she won't cuss her out. Uh-huh. But, I mean, but like I said, I go in there for that. But, I, but I'm noticing, yeah, they're getting more. It's, I mean, I get it. You're, I mean, hey. You make money. This is the thing. People who who judge people for making money, having sex, you know what I mean, should not be, because it's like you sitting there having sex for for just to say for him to call you the next day, or you know what I mean, <laughs> and and you busting it open behind closed doors, <laughs> you know, mm. like we don't know what Michelle Obama do, you know, <laughs> right? Yeah. No, it's, it's no, a no, public judgment. That's exactly. <laughs> and that's what canceled my show. <laughs> no, but we don't know. We, we and, don't. That, and that honestly is a philosophical concept. Like we don't know the things that we don't know. And mm-hmm. and there's a lot of folks who don't like that, who yeah. want to try and know as much as possible. And that isn't always helpful. I mean, whether we're talking about, you know, quantum physics or somebody having sex, like there's just things that we, we can't understand everything about it. We're not meant to, we're not made to. So if harm isn't. It was, if people were made to shush, you know what I mean? Like, like, we can't, we, right. Don't talk about your nipples. Like, like, don't talk about wearing a bra. You know what I mean? Don't talk about that. You can't talk about like how you can't talk about your vagina because oh God knows, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh wait, mm. we all like we go through it. Mm-hmm. But we can't talk mm-hmm. about it. So like I said, mm-hmm. it's, I think it's a hush, it's a hush world. What I'm noticing okay. is just it's very it's so stupid. It's so childish. I, I just feel like we're going back to the 80s, you know, where things were taboo. Mm. Yeah, that is, it's, it's a really strange kind of shift. Uh, and I don't know how broad or how like impactful it, it actually is, but some of the opinions that are coming out, some of those judgments that are coming out, it's like, wait, 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 are we going to like have a, have a bulldozer outside and like roll over some CDs in the middle of the street? Like, <laughs> is that what we're going back I'm like, wait, you know, it's so funny. They were talking, someone was saying something about how uh, performers, they're getting raunchy on stage nowadays. Mm-hmm. I purposely pulled up a clip of Prince, uh, remember in Purple Rain? It was a scene where he, the guitar solo, where he's playing the guitar and Lindsay <laughs> gets down and licks, <laughs> licking the screen, right? Yeah, yeah. So this older person is talking to me and like, oh no, we never did none of that. I said, wait, well, how do you? So I'm like, I'm like, you about Prince's age. Do you right? remember this <laughs> particular <laughs> moment? And I made them look at it and they couldn't say nothing. I was like, now that was in the crazy thing that was not excluded from that film. Mm. And like, how does that nobody ever talked about that moment? Mm. I'm like, do you not realize that? And the way he grabbed her, like it was simulating head on stage, Mm. on film. Mm. But let us do it now. Mm -hmm. You know, so so what do you think, um, what are some other topics uh, regarding the poll community? What do you think are some other topics that need to be uh, given more attention? Yeah, addressed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I will have to say the, 
okay, this might touch a nerve with some people, but I would have to say I'm over the certifications. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. No, it. I. I mean, again, I know several studio owners. I. Yeah, and and as an educated person, I love me some some objectivity some yeah. categorizations yeah. i love i love it i i feel uh, it i like it <laughs> however <laughs> it got to the point i've been in poll for about 10 11 years about 10 years. no but about 10 years oh it's about 10 years but really active lately um when i first got in remember it was just expo that was the only certification. Oh, oh, you gotta be certified. You gotta, because I remember going to the studio and then it was like, oh, you gotta be certified. Okay, so what happens if I get certified? Well, you know, you're just gonna be a certified instructor. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, so I'm thinking a door is gonna open, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I kept, I was like, let me research some more. So then I kept seeing people getting certified. Then it was the elevator certification. Because mm -hmm. Expo went from five hundred to five thousand dollars, then there's the elevated was eight that was no three thousand, and I'm like, so what are you getting from mm -hmm. the certification? Call mm -hmm. me frugal, but I was just more like, if I'm going to give you my money and spend my money, I want to know what I'm doing it for, you know. Mm -hmm. For me, that I would have gotten if I would have to get any certification, it probably would have been elevated because, in my opinion, that was like kind of everything what i was looking for mm -hmm. you know as far as um understanding the physical aspect and artistic aspect you know and understanding people you know they really put mm -hmm. their foot in that one mm -hmm. but all of a sudden you got let's see uh how to do a chair how to be a chair certification it was that the chair certification is the mm -hmm. there's board. a couple of twerking ones out there i've seen the twerking mm -hmm. Now I'm saying my age, but we used to call it booty pop. <laughs> <laughs> like pop that booty. Yeah. Yeah, hey, right. <laughs> yeah, it is the, the the certification aspect of it. I mean, I can't twerk on purpose. I am not a twerker. I, I could barely pop my booty when I right. first was allowed to. Um but so yeah, I, I could exactly. probably use a twerking certification, but it is weird that like, wait, how why would certified twerk what does this mean right. um it, it, it made, <laughs> to me it, it just not i mean hey i'm not hating at all on anybody's business aspirations a part of it part of it but it's yeah. like you need to have a there has to be a purpose because right like, and that's yeah yeah other than because outside of the pole community if i was to go to a gym and be like look i'm certified to twerk they're, they're, they still are looking at the pole community as taboo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh my God, I always wanted to do pole. It's fun. Right. You know, that's right. what I found out. Like if I say, I'm like, yes, I do pole fitness. Oh, I I heard that's very sexy. Jennifer Lopez. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, yeah. But if I sit there and say, well, I'm a certified instructor. And like, you, you they do that? Mm. So there's definite parallels to like academia where like okay uh you know i have a few friends who stated very clearly it's like they didn't want to uh either complete their phd go on to phd or even go past their bachelor's 
um, because they didn't see the point. You know, they could do some studies, they could read books on their own, they could talk to their really smart friends and not have, not get just that title, get that piece of paper that said that they spent a lot of money and a lot of time in some building, in a specific building. They just don't see the point. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and with poll, with like the teaching certifications, it's my personal opinion is that like, I see the use if you're learning anatomy, if yeah. you're learning like the physics of pole, if yeah. you're learning, you know, a certain set or certain levels of pole moves. Absolutely. Yeah. But it comes along as a problem when there's, um, people who have only been polling in the pole world for like six months and they do these certifications and then they think that they are then ready to teach. Uh, and, and this is the case where we're talking about, you know, an academic teacher or a poll teacher is no. like that experience is not there. <laughs> that's just, what's the crazy, that's what I'm not you know, The clinical part is not there. I, was, um, I have a friend, uh, uh, Ariel Tony. I don't know if you, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, actually, I know, cause I roomed with her in Texas. Yeah, Texas. <laughs> So we told me and Tony we talk every day, every ah. day, and we always talk about this, you know. Yes, mm-hmm. so I'll definitely. I told her I, I told her I was doing a podcast with you, and she was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> but it was funny. I told her but we were just talking about this. I said, "How was it that?" Like, there's a studio out here I was gonna go to, and it was mm-hmm. funny because I was just like, "I'm gonna take a beginner class," and Tony was just like, "Really." Like, you don't, you can't, I'm like, no, because the thing is, I want somebody, she's certified, I want them to teach me. If you mm. can teach me, and I haven't been in a, pole, a studio in years, you mm-hmm. can teach me. It doesn't matter how good I am. If you're a certified mm-hmm. instructor, you can teach me. Mm-hmm. I went there. She was either, I made her feel intimidated because I didn't. I wasn't acting like I was new. I don't know. I just stood there. I was just like, all right, well, hey, what's the warm up? What's this? Mm-hmm. The whole time, I'm like, what the hell? And she's like, well, mm. this is how I was taught. And all the time, te- there was no technique, there was no nothing. Mm. And then I had to ask her, I said, well, how long have you been teaching? She's like, oh, about three, four months. And you're doing mm. all these tricks? Mm. I'm like, Maybe it's just me, but I remember, remember it took us months to even figure it out. Mm-hmm. To even, you know, to do it correctly. I'm like, because if you get, this the thing, these people are getting these certifications because, and I get it, you need to get your, your coin, but people are getting certified and somebody's going to get hurt. Yeah. And that's really what it comes down to. Um, and literally and figuratively that like, that's, that's our concern. People who have been in the poll community long enough, we've seen inexperienced or, or instructors come up who don't have enough experience to know what unsafe things look like. Um, you know, there, there's, you know, beginner classes, you want to teach a few spins, you maybe want to teach like one invert, um, or a couple of different kinds of climbs, okay. But once we start talking about a lot of these tricks that people go into pole classes to learn because mm-hmm. they've seen them online, because their pole idol has done them, that requires a lot more study, a lot more experience, a lot more 
of other things to just make sure that people don't break bones, pull, tear tendons and muscles and don't land on their heads and die. People don't knock I've holes heard. down. I mean, there's all, there's so and many things they, that can go wrong. And they don't see that. And the thing yeah. is, they see what they, uh, they see the final, the final video. They don't know that it takes mm -hmm. for some of these videos that we do, Let's be honest, it takes two or three takes. Because <laughs> 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 we will see yeah. something, oh, hey, oh, my foot was wrong. Oh, what was that face? Right. What was this? Right. <laughs> so, and we go back and we do it again. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. the, the good try. Me, I do at least two takes, and I'm like, hey, the best out of three. All right, you know, we do yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I ain't going to do that again, you know? Right. And they don't see that. And people mm -hmm. don't, they don't understand. It's like, look, the reason why we're so strong enough that we can do these moves, we actually practice the basic stuff. We did the, right. you know, and I'm yeah. like, there are days, like I even told this one girl, I'm like, there are days I don't even see a pole. I don't want to see a pole, mm -hmm. you know? And then if I get on a pole, whatever, I'm like, oh, damn, I, I get build my strength up again. Mm -hmm. I'm like, and then the older you get, the warm-ups get longer. Mm -hmm. you know and but these i'm gonna say the new generation of polars they are just everybody wants to be everybody wants that fame they want that next you know who's there's, the next pole star thing yeah there's there's definitely shifts changes that are happening that i yeah. i don't fully understand and you know i'm having this converse, same conversation with some other other people in the community where it's just like i don't know what these other people what these younger folks are coming up doing <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can do some cool things, but right. And I'm, I'm sitting back, like, you know what? I'm okay with doing my little fireman spin. Yeah, I'm okay with doing that one move, and yeah. I'm okay with doing the basic stuff. I am so okay with it. I used to want to do all this stuff, but it's like, remember, you get, oh my god, remember, you know, if you sprain your pinky, it's like your whole hand is right. Oh, I've done that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my finger i didn't realize i used my finger so much i can't do this i can't <laughs> you can't right I, yeah look i didn't sprain yeah. my hip flexor i didn't torn my rotator cuffs mm. it got to the point where i was like doing this and uh, no no and yeah. i'm like it's not that serious now i'm happy right. i can still get up there and and look decent i'm like i'm happy with that yeah you know? but like i think the, the generation, this this generation with these certifications, these people want to rush to get certified and rush mm -hmm. to become an instructor. Mm -hmm. And then I'm over the, oh my, I'm so proud of my students. I'm overhearing that. Mm. I'm really overhearing it. And the only reason why is just more like, that's their journey. Mm. You don't need to speak on their journey. <laughs> In my mm. opinion, certain people do not need to speak on other people's journey. Mm. And that's just, that's just my thoughts, you know, because it's like, you see somebody struggling and I've noticed there's a lot of new people who, you know, they're posting their videos and I don't see not one, it was rarely, I see any few polls celebs who comment on their stuff, mm. you know? Mm -hmm. So I think there's more, there's a, dis, there's, there's that disconnect and that's the reason why they, a lot of new people think it's okay that they can get up there. Mm-hmm and become an instructor mm -hmm. or, or um, go to these things, but they don't understand, mm -hmm. you know? 
Yeah, I just wanted to say uh, two things. Um, one, as an instructor uh, who does repost <laughs> my students, only uh, only uh, when you know they if they tag me in something, then they're okay with. That's it what I'm meaning. Not, not necessarily in a bad way. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, say it that way. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because you know, part of it, I am a proud instructor, but also um, you know, part of it is, that is a business aspect of um, some people are clueless about what happens in full class, and so you know, in order to try and invite more people or just to, you know give you an idea of like this is what you'll learn at this level, and this isn't just me doing it because y'all think that everything is easy to me and you don't believe me, and that's fine this is an actual student doing it. So it's like, that's, that's why I do it. I can't but, speak about anybody else. <laughs> some, say, some people just, when I say they go to like girl, yeah. you know what I mean? And you could tell that person wasn't, I've seen one where the, the girl felt, I don't even know how, to, I could tell she does not, she did not feel right being at, uh, you know, at that moment, it was not a right moment. And even yeah. though the, the girl's trying to encourage her, girl, you got it, you got it, you got it. Right. She still was just like, mm. you know, like. Yeah, because there are people who who like, okay, let me video you doing it instead of the student being like, okay, I'm going to get this video of me doing this thing. Exactly. And then I'm going to post it. Yeah, those, those are two exactly. different things. Exactly. Those sure. are the ones that I'm sitting there like, girl, yeah. no. And, if I, and you see that person doing it wrong, don't just be like, yeah, girl, no. Right, right. Now, so that they yeah. know. I mean, I get it, but I mean, you know. <laughs> so the second thing I was gonna say, because I want to um, transition just to my final official question, okay. um, is that you know I'm I'm in a similar boat as you that you know I'm getting older. I've been <laughs> I've only been polling for only been polling for about seven years, but I've been dancing my whole life. I've been dancing for thirty years so hey. you know this body <laughs> this body it, has girl. always been moving okay. but what I'm finding especially with pole is that when I do get back to the pole when I'm in the studio when I'm doing my own practice I want to move in different ways I I'm I get a different level, a different type of satisfaction out of my pole practice, out of my pole training. Like, I don't, I don't want to necessarily do all the big fancy tricks. I want to do something else. And so, you know, this final question is about existential dilemmas. Um, and there was for me personally, you know, this moment a couple of years ago or in the last year and a half where I was just like, oh, fuck, I can't keep up with all these people in pole. Like, who mm -hmm. am I? I? I was trying to be pole famous and now like I, I'm not on that path. So so who am I going to be in the pole community? And it turned out to be like, I don't care. I'm just going to do what I'm going to do. <laughs> Girl, you know what? We all, we all, we all get yeah. to that point. So, so yeah, how, how the, the, the main question is how, what is your relationship with existential dilemmas? And you can apply that to poll or anything else. Just how do you come across, how do you deal with these big questions of what is my purpose? Who am I now? You know, I've been asking myself that lately, um, which mm. is kind of crazy because I was just looking at, I like to reflect every now and then. And sometimes it hurts to reflect in the past, but because of that past, you know, it makes you what you are. Um, I would say, I did I make a lot of mistakes? Yeah, I did. You know, <laughs> I did, I did. But um, where it, my purpose, I wanted, I like you, I wanted that in the pole famous, you know, I wanted to be, 
a performer. I wanted to be out there. Right. But then I realized you're just as famous as your last video. Hmm. You know what I mean? And then it's it's really it's really hard. It's really it's not it's not easy for anybody. Um and then it was just like, okay, well, maybe I want to be an instructor. And then I became an instructor. And then, then I realized I didn't want to be an instructor because people did not have the same discipline or love for pole as I did. So it's hard to teach pole conditioning to people who just want to pole every now and then. When Lord, yes. <laughs> I want to wake up, I got two poles in my house. It, it, that, that hurt. That was a trans, that was a wake up call for me. <clears throat> And I saw that people didn't have the same discipline. So I just said, you yeah. know what? I just, I wanted to, like, let me just find my purpose, which is basically comedy, you know, funny. And then I can still pull and I can still be me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which is basically, I'm, I'm, I know I'm entertaining, you know, <laughs> you know, it's very entertaining, <laughs> but if that's my purpose, then let that be it. Yeah. Um, but um teachers of going to a studio being a part of the you know of going you know workshops or whatever there's no purpose in that anymore because yeah. back think about it back when we were really into it mm-hmm. um it was just like oh i gotta go to i gotta go to uh marlo's uh workshop i have to do her workshop <clears throat> it's so great Mm-hmm. You know, you go to the workshop and then you're there and then she's teaching you, you know, the few routines that, she, you know, she has on her little thing and you're learning. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yes. And then what? Okay, so you know it. Yeah. Are you going to compete? Well, damn. Okay, that means I got to go to PSO. Okay, that means right. I, I got to save up money for, it got expensive. For mm-hmm. me, it got too expensive. And it was just like, I'm not going to put forth all this money and time and blood and sweat and tears to get nothing out of it mm-hmm. you know yeah and it was just they were just like oh no you have personal satisfaction i could get that shit at home <laughs> so. yeah yeah which, which is important to to bring up i mean if you can't get that shit at home then all right look elsewhere but only for a little bit because it really comes from within but <laughs> you are right. trying to get some satisfaction you got to yeah i mean yeah. My thing is, it just, it's just like, I, I would say there's proof that I have videos and pictures of shit yeah. that I did. So when I'm old and wrinkly and can't yeah. move, I'm going to look yeah. back that bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's proof. You know, I got videos. <laughs> Absolutely. Of what I did. So that's the, that's what I have. I can't speak yeah. for nobody else. You know, if you got to travel across the world, you know, Hey, live your life the best you can. If you can afford to still travel and still be in this business um years later i commend right. anybody because the thing is right now we don't know what's going on yeah you know and then you have people that and like i invested oh i got three poles bitch i'm gonna be pulling on them things until look it's rusty until i get- <laughs> <laughs> got the outdoor pole got the two indoor poles okay look <laughs> I got that outdoor pole. I remember I wanted to perform for this. Um, it was this thing I, I auditioned for. And they were like, well, you know, you got your pole. They try to act like I didn't, I, like I needed their stuff. I'm like, oh no, you don't understand. I could perform yeah. anywhere. 
Yeah. I took that poll and put it outside. And do you know, I did a free show for some people. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. And yeah. you know, I'm like, sure, I paid a thousand dollars for that damn thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> personal so, satisfaction folks yeah personal satisfaction that's if i, if I got anything that. out of the out of this out of all these years you could truly say you got man you got proof that you did some amazing things yeah you know you met some people from different walks of life you know you were able to show your talent in other ways you made a mark and then, and it's like I think about it now. It's like I wonder. It's like, well, what my legacy is going to be? I'm like, wait a minute. I'm I'm making my legacy now. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. They're not thinking that. I don't think a lot of people are thinking that. They're too, they're too busy worrying about materialistic and what they're going to buy and how they're going to survive. But it's like, make your legacy now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's like, yeah. think about it. How we look back on the, the 1920s and the 30s and 40s, we think about how life was back then. Mm-hmm. We we have the opportunity to record ours. Back in the past, they weren't able to do that. Yeah. So, like I said, like I think I think what's going to happen with the poll community, I think everybody's just you know here's one thing i would like to happen but i i'm waiting on somebody to to do it you You know say it out loud or yeah i want i would love to see okay i would love to see a black production Mm. so you have if you haven't noticed every time you turn around they have little, little things like um Post show LA. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's kind of like that. But I'm like, man, mm-hmm. why can't we have a black, mm. actually, you know, what I mean? a black mm-hmm. group of girls or mm-hmm. different performers? And actually, what they, be, what they should be doing now is getting everybody because ain't nobody doing nothing. Mm-hmm. So why not put on the show mm-hmm. for donation? You know what I mean? I would love to see yeah. done that to do that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. There, there's definitely been some some virtual shows, um, and I've caught um, a few kind of different ways of doing them, uh, as far as like people doing them in their studios or like yeah. on their outdoor whatever. So like, okay, that's 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 creative. But but I think you're right. You know, we haven't really seen large scale productions like Pole Show LA um, that are not we LA. Can we can do yeah. it. If we yeah. want, really wanted to, and it's like I was even telling a lot of girls, I'm like, um, I'm like the main reason why I've always supported Vertical Joe's is because I remember they had their own big old thing, and she would have mm. these shows. So I'm like, why isn't anybody mm-hmm. putting their brains together? And be like, look, let's do it. Mm-hmm. But I understand now, you know, the way things are acting is like every man for himself. Yeah. Yeah, basically, that's 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 about how it feels. Yeah, yeah. And, and but that's what I was like. Somebody, I don't know who who could do it. You know what I mean? But somebody, <laughs> because I'm like, y'all want to get if y'all want to get the word out or whatever. Okay, you want to talk about sex workers? You want to say that they have a voice? Common sense would tell you, let's get everybody together, and let's put on a show. You know what I mean? to mm-hmm. a to a degree 
you got a lot of people who have nothing else to do. You have a lot of people who are videographers who would love to get to jump on board. But of course, I understand people got to get money. You got to get paid. But guess what? You can get paid in other means. This might open mm -hmm. the door for you. Mm -hmm. You know, it, yeah. but I don't, I, I'm just trying to wonder why everybody is so, yeah. it's all about me, 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 me now. Mm. You know? Wait. And save that for the next conversation. <laughs> thank okay. you, Rosie. Um, thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your energy, for your honesty, for yeah. your opinions, for your experience. <laughs> Which is very funny. <laughs> and I'll let you know when I do start my podcast because I think, yeah, I probably will. Um, yeah, because I think it's time for me to ruffle a few feathers. <laughs> hey, if you feel like that's what you need to do, then do it. It's free <laughs> to do. Right, it's free. It's free of charge. And yeah. then, like, like I said, people were gonna sit there. My, you know, my crazy out outtake on life. So it'll just yeah. definitely it'll be very entertaining. Yeah. <laughs>